right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we have an extraordinary guest, Mr. West. What's going on, B? What's up, sir? How are I you? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you being me. here, sir. Yes, sir. Good to yes, have sir. you. Yes, sir. So if you could just tell us, how did you get started? Ah, Walk um, us through your journey. It, it's kind of like, I don't even know how to say I got started. But long story short, I grew up with DMX and Jada Kiss. Like mm. I'm from Yonkers, New York, so I was born and raised on the same block as Kiss. Um, DMX was like around the corner from mm. us, so like our families always known each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, you know, I just kind of, just kind of, I, I piggybacked a little bit when Kiss was was, was mm-hmm. coming through the ranks. I just kind of asked them like, "Yo, just give me an opportunity to be around." Like, I don't need you to do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Just give me the opportunity to be in those places where I can make my own way. And um, fast forward, like, 23 years later, I made my own way. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So, growing up in Yonkers, you know, there's a big music scene up in up in New York. Right. And so, in the early ages, you were involved with DMX and, and with Jada yeah, Kiss. Yeah, so, yeah. talk about how you were uh, in that experience and the things that you learned and things that you gained through through those connections? I mean, really, like, I guess one of the main things I would say is just I learned to keep connections. Mm-hmm. Like, like it wasn't, at the time, Jadakiss was just Jason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? X was always X, but, you know, we call him Earl or whatever, but it was maintaining the good relationship as a kid. And then fast forward to when when Kiss got his deal um, with Puff, I was always good. Like mm. we were, we our families are good. Like we might see each other at a reunion or or at my uncle's uh, uh, fight, not uh, Super Bowl parties. Okay. So it's kind of one of those situations to where when when the time it came back around, it was it was just golden. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. the relationships always been good. So that's one of the things I did learn young, like always maintain good relationships because you don't know where no wise is going to be mm-hmm. at later on in life mm-hmm. that might be able to help you get where you're trying to get. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So through that experience, uh, I'm sure that you gained a lot of attention and exposure being around a lot of different uh, people, Puff and Jada and DMX and Lil Mo. And- <laughs> Man, the things I've learned, bro, just being able to do like we do in this sit sit in the room and just keep my ear close, like what's going on, what they doing, how they doing it, like mm-hmm. like the way I learned to engineer, it was kind of like being in the studio. We'd be all in the studio, you know, you young, you wilding out, you smoking, mm-hmm. whatever. But I was always wanting to be aware of what was going on. Mm-hmm. So while everybody's kicking it, chasing bras or whatever on tours, I was always the one either behind the mix and engineer, like what the hell is he doing. Mm-hmm. Why did you? And I might be the one to be at. Like I go ask, like yo, earlier, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of gave me a fast track. You know what I'm saying to really learn different aspects. And then of course I led to uh, road managing Lil Mo. I produced Lil Mo's album in 2007. Um, the Paint and Paper. I did three records on that. So you know, it just it just always gave me the upper hand to be smart, pay attention. Mm-hmm. How can I maneuver myself to get even further? Not use my way or use somebody to get further, but right. maneuver how I get my information. Some mm-hmm. people go to school. Some other people sit back and be like, do I really need schooling or do I need hands-on that he ain't even know that he's giving me? Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't find themselves in those type of situation yeah. where they could gain that firsthand knowledge and experience just from being in the room True. with some of True. those individuals. And you pick up a whole heck of a lie. Yeah, if you know you're smart, yeah. you take advantage of the situation and you like, I ain't with them. Like, I, I never forget, like, the first time I ever got in a car, um, we was leaving daddy's house, going to some club. I can't remember what it was. I was like 19 years old, maybe 20. Um, and I remember we was at this point, it was three cars. And, like, Puff was in one car. Then, like, the locks was in another car. Mm-hmm. And that was full. And I'm like, damn, I guess I'm about to get left. Mm-hmm. And I jumped in the car with Mace. And I never forget, like, no one ever was like, get out. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right. All right, cool. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and realistically, I guess it was because of the way I was introduced to the situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just fit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, at, at a moment, you realize, like, okay, you really belong here because you're not a, a, a liability. You're actually an asset to the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I started learning. Yeah. Like, 20 years later now, I understand, like, damn, like, okay, that's why I was always left mm-hmm. to be around. Nobody really kicked me off a video set. No one ever was like, yo, get out this vehicle. Only the artists riding here. Like, a lot of times I was permitted. And like I said, I guess it was because I was an asset and definitely not a liability. Yeah. And I think that's important to be seen in that type of light also. As someone who can help provide, someone who can be an asset, someone who can help them through their own journey versus kind of like the words you use, you know, you maneuvering yourself and not using people to get to the places where you need to be. So do you think today, in today's music scene, that people kind of have that mentality, that they want to use people versus help people through their own personal journey? Yeah, I mean, definitely in today's music, um, I would say, <coughs> excuse me, I would say in today's music, like, that's what I see a lot. Um, I see a lot of people who want the end result mm-hmm. of the success in music, but I don't never see people who really think, like, so for instance, if we meet, right? Like we're meeting now, like even in this interview, it's a situation to where it's a mutual beneficial situation. Mm-hmm. It helps you, it helps me. Right, right. That's good business. Good business. All the way. You know what I'm saying? But in today's society, I see a lot of people want, 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 yo, ha 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 ha. But then well he don't my manager want 10%, but Mm-hmm. Isn't he want, supposed to? He's doing a job. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the the uh, security want to charge me this, but he's doing well, his he's job. He's doing his job. <laughs> so if you pay him, he's providing security. He's gonna take care of you. Guess what happens if you don't make sure other people eat and mm-hmm. or it's not mutually beneficial? Now you got people around you who don't really, they're not really there for mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Like so. I would say, yeah, it's one of them things where it's like I see it so much and I'm trying to get cats to understand like two things to worry about. The music and keeping good people around Mm. you. That's it. If you do those two things and just be consistent with it, it's going to pop. Might pop 15 years from now. Mm. But don't get caught up on what's happening on the Mm-hmm. It's a video. It's called entertainment. Mm-hmm. But the real work happened when won't nobody around. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. like that. But see, I don't think people really want to take the time to kind of wait for that to happen. You know, they 
a lot of people say we today we live in a microwave society where everybody yeah, wanted, yeah. you know, they want Jiffy like we right do. now, we Jiffy do. Pop do. today. And I fall in that category because there's some things I want like now. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. There's what? Want, yeah. <laughs> but we gotta we gotta live in reality. Mm. Nothing happens that fast. Mm-hmm. Like what you doing here, it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It was some type of process. Whether the process was to sit down and budget and say, well. I got to get my money right to get my equipment right to mm. get this right. People want, yo, I, I did one record. All right. It's dope, but what's next? Mm. What's next? So now you throw yourself up here really fast. You up there. You, you there. You riding away. Mm-hmm. But what what, what you going to fall back on? If you don't have true talent in music, okay, you got your popcorn record off. Cool. It popped. What's next? Mm-hmm. Like, it's some artists now, and I, I wouldn't even call them out like that. That's, like, top right now. But then I heard their project. I was like, yo, it's over. Mm. It's over. Like, I don't know what you about to do, but I hope you got a plan B. Mm. So why do you say that? Why do you say that it could be over for them? Like, what were some of the things or elements that played into, into that process? I mean... As far as it being over with for some artists, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, they just don't want to put the work ethic in. You can do anything you want, but you can't beat the work. So when 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 the boss of a company or the executive or the president or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. is sitting up here, there's steps that it took to get there. And in every one of them steps, it took work. Every last step. Mm-hmm. From the first step to the top step. So if he getting... A seven, eight, nine-digit figure. It was a process that it took to get there, and people just want to jump up there. Mm-hmm. But if you follow the process, it's like it's not over for you because you learned during the process. So, you know, like for instance, uh, when your kids, one day you told them not to touch the stove. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and I'm sure one of them probably did it. <laughs> Like, I, I'll never forget my wife, my son, like, he passed away in 2011, so mm. he was four and a half years old, but it's like, I'll never forget this time, he had did something with the electrical socket, and we were living in Virginia at the time, and um, next day, my wife had this list of everything, like, you know, the first, whatever, first response, mm. first safety, whatever, kid, and then on this list, it was like, uh, uh, plug protectors for kids, and I was like... Oh, take yeah, that those, off the yeah. list. The little plastic joint. Yeah, little plastic joint. Yeah, so I was like, yo, them. take that off the list. And she's like, why? I'm like, look, you ain't never got to worry about him touching another socket in this house. He didn't already touch it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. He never touched another one in his life. Because at the end of the day, what it, what it had to take? It had to take <laughs> touching it. Yeah. So at the end of like, the oh. day, it's like. <laughs> like, I ain't doing that again. Yeah. So at the end of the day, and I almost lost track of what I'm saying, but. The end of the day, certain things like those steps are learning blocks. So if you ever slip off a step, I don't care if you come back two steps. You've been on that step before. Mm. See what I'm saying? So you kind of learn what that step comes with. And although you got to get back up again, this was a little though. easy. It's, it's a, easy. It's you quicker. See what I'm saying? Because you've already been there. You've already done all the work to get from that step to, to the next step. But what did it take? It mm-hmm. took you saying, you know what? I got to work these ranks. It's, I'm not on the mic. We ain't from no microwave culture. Nah, not at all. We, I'm, I'm like, from a culture like every <laughs> instrument I play, bro, I taught myself. Every one of them from mm. piano to bass 
to, to drums, I taught myself every one of them. Because at the end of the day, it's like some people get that college. Some mm-hmm. people got that. I, don't, I didn't have that. Yeah, I don't have it either. So I was like, you know what? I ain't got it, but I better damn it get it. Yeah. And I got to it. So, but once again, it's something that I just do. Mm-hmm. I don't do it for the, like, I don't do it for none of what comes along with it. It just so happens that when opportunities came, I was there to capitalize. Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't play bass for a little more at the time, but yo, I could produce a couple of tracks for you. But people don't even understand that neither. Mm-hmm. Lil Mo's dad married me and my wife. Oh, wow. So these okay. artists are not like, it's not just like, nah, like, I don't care if Lil Mo don't ever be Lil Mo. She's still my sister, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. I don't care if Duran don't ever be Duran from 112. He's still my brother, mm-hmm. Duran. I don't care if X is never X. He's still my brother, Earl. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Kiss. That's still my brother, Jason, mm-hmm. regardless. So it's kind of like, man, it's just a blessing, bro. It's, it's, yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> it's just That's what's blessing. up. I can tell. I can tell the things you've been through in your, in your life and your career has just been a big yeah, blessing it, to you. It has, and I didn't even look at it. I never looked at it as a career. That's the crazy thing. And it's been a long career. Bro, I didn't see it until people were just like, I'll never forget. Somebody was like, you just need to write. like that. Remember, I think Steve Harvey was talking about vision boards mm-hmm. at some time. Somebody was like, you just need to write all your stuff out. I was like, for what? Because I lived it. Mm-hmm. So to me, I, it was before I came before the uh, the social media, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah before all of that. Me too. So if if I didn't have the hard pictures, I just got the memories mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the No Way Out tour. The memories of standing beside Mariah like, yo, this is literally Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Like standing right there like. Like a porcelain doll, bro. Like, I ain't never seen nobody so beautiful in my life. Mm. But I'm used to seeing her on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm standing face to face. To most people, they be like, ah. To me, it was just, okay, that was today. What's, what's tomorrow? That's today, it's tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Yeah. For me. So at the end of the day, it's just like, man. <laughs> mm. So I know through all the it's blessings crazy. that have come your way, uh, as most people have in their life, there are certain sacrifices and challenges that they kind of are presented with. Hmm. So what were some of those for you? And really, how did you kind of deal with some of those? Man, the biggest challenge that I think everybody needs to realize, for what you want the most comes great sacrifice. Meaning, hmm. um, for instance, I, I got a CDL. Like, I, I, I was, when I came off that tour, I came. I went on a No Way Out tour in like '97. We was out there 11 months, I think, before mm. I came home. When I when I, I never forgot. Like while I was on a tour, I kept saying, "What's next?" Like I know I wanted to be music, but I didn't have a for sure job to go back out on the next tour. Mm. Like so, nothing was secure. So I sat in the front and I was like, "The bus driver, no matter where we go, <laughs> his ass going to pick up." I don't know about the curse, but mm-hmm. you good? He, he going to pick up somebody else. He going back to work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and we got to talking, and, and, and Buddy had acquired, acquired some a few buses from his lawsuit from an artist he had that kind of put a gun in his face. Um, and, mm-hmm. I, and I won't say Not who that was. But yeah, that's... This person got enough problems as it is right now. But um, And this was probably, what, 97? Mm-hmm. And I just never forgot. I was like, yo, man, like, so at nighttime, everybody, everybody in the bus getting high, got bras, whatever the case is. I'll be in the front, like, there's a little chair like this, and I'd be looking at him like, yo, what are you doing? 
And he really seemed like, so you're really interested in this. Every night you rather come up here. Because mm-hmm. I knew, like, what I'm going to do next. So the day I hit 21, bro, I had a CDL in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So when everybody else went home on the block, I went straight to an 18-wheeler. But I used the 18-wheeler to link up with artists on the road. Mm. So if I knew, like, I wasn't working with full-time with 112. Mm. So if I knew 112 was in Chicago, I was like, shh, let me just give me a load somewhere up in Chicago, Chicago. area. Yeah. So I could look at their itinerary and be like, all right, Chicago here. All right, Indianapolis this day. Hmm, I can make that work. So I just started making the truck work for me. I made a living. But at the same time, so when I got there, I didn't even have to stay in the hotel. I stayed in, in my the, truck, in the, truck, in the hotel parking lot. Right. So which did what? Gave me validity everywhere I was at. Yeah. People was like, yo, every time I turn around, you just, you, you here. I was a, I was an asset. And I was showing yeah. up like I was getting paid. Yeah. Like I was showing up and like, yo, what y'all need? You need some steam? What? I always made myself an asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when they see me and it's not like, Nah, it's just like, okay, there you go, what's happening? Because I was on my own buck and I won't cost nobody. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you, and not only were you not costing anybody anything, anything, but you were also bringing value to, to people. You came in with the mentality to say, hey, what do you need? Yeah. You know, I'm here yeah. to help you and assist yeah. you. And it wasn't like, okay, I'm here, put yeah. me on. Nah. No, let me, let me be on a show, let me be on a tour with you. It was like, yeah, I'm here to help in any capacity. Man, because I never forgot. Like it's a it's a buddy of mine, um, Phil Thornton. Phil is like a super genius. Like mm-hmm. like he, I think it's and I don't I don't even want to quote it wrong because like he's more my the homie. But he runs one of the big gospel labels right now. And I never forget. Like when he was on that tour, Phil was showing up at like 16 years old, running things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm so young. It's a mentality, though. But one thing I understood is he was able... Yeah, it was a mentality. Mm -hmm. But it also was the circle he was in. Mm -hmm. He was running things so young because he had people over top of him grooming him Mm -hmm. so young, even though he had the mentality. So I never forgot, like, as long as I could be around, I could learn. And what, what two things that people... Even when you go to college... People got to come out and normally get an internship, right? Mm-hmm. So I just skipped the college. I went straight to the, the internship. internship. <laughs> why do I have to pay the money? To, I know I got to go to the internship. That's right. So why I got to spend? Okay, y'all got college. No. 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 So the sacrifice, I would say, is understanding, like, whatever way you trying to go, understand there's, there's a couple of ways to get there. Mm-hmm. Some people might go to college. Me, I just understood the work, the knowledge. Mm-hmm. As long as you had the knowledge. So fast forward to a couple of years ago. I remember, I said a couple of years ago, but probably about seven or so years ago, 10 years ago, my wife was like, ah, oh, you make me sick. I'm like, what do I do? I just, I got these student loans and then you go to work and make almost the same thing I make and you don't have no student loans. But I knew at a young age, like, yo, that's... Not saying college ain't good. Mm-hmm. Don't get me but wrong. But them student loans is a monster, though. But you have to, you have to wait. Like I had to tell my godson the other week. He came to visit. So I'm like, so what you about to do? You out of co- out of school? What you gonna do? Oh, I think I'm gonna go to college. And I had to tell him, yo, why? Mm-hmm. Now most people say, why would you tell a kid why are you going to college? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's 
Same kid that almost couldn't get out of high yeah. school. So why is you about to go give your mama's money and all this money going to college and knowing that, yo, it took forever to get you out of high school? You need to go to trade school. Trade school. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you still going to have a bill behind the school. Mm-hmm. But one of them, you're going to come out and they're going to tell you you might be overqualified. The other one, you're going to be able to go build a house or go do whatever trade you took. Plumbing, welding, all stuff that's hands-on that need people to do. So, mm-hmm. like, we just have to understand, like, what, what's, what our direction is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, it's the stigma of society that says that you have to go to school, that you have to go to college, you know, because and everybody goes to college and that's how you get ahead in life and yeah. that's how you get the good job with the, all the money that you can get and the title and the position that comes with it. And people kind of see that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's and they kind of see other people have it and they say, oh, well, that's what I need for my people to have, have too, right? Like, so I went to, I went to college, but I didn't finish, right? Mm-hmm. Because the bills, you see you know, what I'm saying? Loans, yeah. And, and it's not that you didn't want to finish. Mm-hmm. It's just that... Life. Life, oh, bingo. Bingo. So, you know, and and to some of these artists, like, I just want them to understand that. But I think I've been in this industry 24 years. I just found out what my real purpose in this industry is within Mm. the last five. And I've been in here 24. Mm -hmm. In the last five, I just honed in saying, okay, this is what it is. This is who you are. Mm -hmm. Because I... How did you arrive at that? When my son passed away, mm. life just shut down. Like, I didn't want no parts of the industry, nothing. I stopped. I bought an 18-wheeler. I already had an 18-wheeler. I got another 18-wheeler, and we was just running a trucking company. Mm. And, um, bro, it just kept calling back. Like, Mo called me one day, what you doing? I ain't nothing. What's up, sis? I need you to go on the road with me. I, I got I never tell Mona. Like if she called me right now and asked me for the craziest thing, mm-hmm. I couldn't say no. I might say how the hell I'm gonna make it happen afterwards, but I'm not gonna tell her no. So she mm-hmm. called me a couple of times and took me on a road with her. She took me on a tour with um her and Chrisette Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um and while I was out there I just realized like this is the happiest I've ever been. Every time I'm working full-time in music. And this was really part-time. My truck was really my money. But every time I come back on this side of the track, like, it's just a feeling. Like, Mm -hmm. you know that... It's it's like, some people can go to work and just be super happy when they go to work every day. You'd be like, yo, how the hell do you do that? It's because that's them. That's that's for them. Right. You know what makes me the happiest? Getting up and working with my horses every morning. Mm -hmm. So, the freedom I had, Okay, so I can. Hmm. And then my cousin told me one day I was at a funeral. He was like, boy, you need to stop playing. I see you dibbling, dabbling the OG. I see you dibbling, dabbling. But you need to stop playing, man. Ain't many people could do what you do. Mm-hmm. You need to do it full time. This was last two Januarys ago. He was like, you need to just stop doing everything else and just focus on that. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, my schedule has kind of went upside down on me. From things, direction, look at you. you just, a, a, a connection that just happened. Mm-hmm. So at that time, you know, 
bottom line, like you just gotta trust. People thought I was crazy. You go drive a truck and make this? Why you still uh, the homie came and he hit me the other day, uh Thursday I was in a rehearsal and I went on live. He's like, yo, I got a truck waiting for you. And I looked at that message like, Lord, look at you, look, look. Take the call. The temp <laughs> but see what it is is it's different energy. Mm -hmm. So it's one energy that want me to be in that truck with y'all. Mm -hmm. Because that's all y'all will ever do is drive a truck. Mm. So you really want to, I got a truck for you. And I know that's a guaranteed check. Guaranteed check. And people be like, let's do it. But when you understand your purpose and what you got going on and what God said for you, mm -hmm. I look at that message like, hmm, look at Satan tempting me. Not calling him Satan. Right, right, right. But look at the, look, you trying to tempt me for some money. Mm -hmm. I could use it, but guess what? God said different. I'm good. I'm good. So that's that's kind of what it is. It's kind of like everybody got a different path, man. Mm -hmm. Just understand what your path is. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think that's critically important for people to kind of understand their specific path, their journey, their own purpose. Because today you see so many people trying to live the lives of other people mm -hmm. and trying to be like like other people. Oh man, if I can just. Oh, what what they got? They got uh okay, they got that, they got this. Yo, I need to get that, I need to get this. Yeah. Versus, you know, me trying to come into my own. I think the best thing I've ever heard was from Jimmy Iovine, which was in the um what was the documentary they just did? I kind of remember the name of it. But they just did a documentary with Dr. Dre and, and yeah, Jimmy. I can't remember what you what the uh, name of it, but I did see it. But in that in that documentary, Jimmy, Jimmy was like, <coughs> but Dan, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. He said, put on, he said, why do you think racehorses run with blinders on? Exactly. He said, because <clears throat> they can't see what's going on to the left or to the right of them. They're not looking at the other horses. They're looking right at They're their lane, at right, their at their, right at their purpose. And they run. And I mean, they run a full-fledged ahead. See, I like running with no blinders. Mm. I love it. Because I'm one of them people where I can see everything. Mm. And when I see something, I don't hate I just be like, yo, that's reality. See, if I had blinders on, I wouldn't be able to see certain things. Mm -hmm. So I agree with Jimmy on that. That, mm -hmm. that. I agree because some people, y'all just need to block it out. Some people need to completely block but it out. Other people, they don't let that stop. They actually let that motivate them. So when I see certain things, like, for instance, um, I can see cars don't really turn me on like that. But, like, for instance, we just bought a ranch um, right on the south side yeah. of Atlanta. So, like, but, bro, last year... I ain't see that. Mm. Never did I see ten acres in my future of a of a home. See what I'm saying? When mm -hmm. you when you trust and you understand your process mm -hmm. for you, so I had to stop working with certain people. Not not like it was a problem, right? But I just had to understand that it's your time to shine. How do you shine if you making sure everybody else shine? Mm. How do you clean yourself up and understand what you're doing? How do you bathe up and put on your suit and know, okay, for once I ain't got no artists. For once I'm not with a artist, not a platinum seller artist, nothing. Everybody mm -hmm. I work with got got big, big mm -hmm. awards. For once I ain't underneath nobody umbrella. But things are just starting to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, but they're happening because I don't have blinders. So when I mm. go to certain people's house, like I went to this pool party a few months ago, and 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 my wife is an RN, so like it's them doctors and it was some NFL people. There. It was like a pilot for mm -hmm. this reality show they doing. And I was at this pool party, and the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, 
That 10 acres ain't enough for me. That quick, I'm uncomfortable. Wow. I ain't been there in four months. That quick, I'm like, all right, I need 100 acres. Because if I didn't believe I could have 10 last year, mm-hmm. and I understand I ain't got no blindness, so when I look at, when I was at that pool, I was looking at the house, and I was saying, man, I was like, yo, if he got it, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. That means it's real. Mm-hmm. So when you ain't got no blinders on, you can see. You just got to have that spirit to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you got to have that spirit yeah, too to be like, you know what? Yo, big homie. Yo, yo. Yeah, that's, see, that's the that key. That group is it, my dude. Like, thank you. But see, most people leave and go, yo, man, forget that dude, man. He got all that stuff, man. And they become, and they just go into this this place of jealousy and, and hate and and they don't use that as an opportunity for self-motivation. They use it for competition against the exactly, other Exactly, but why? Person. It's like, yo, man, right now, I'm glad. I call. I tell my wife all the time, I call it, I cut out all the outside noise. Meaning, I shut down a lot of avenues. A lot of, not even say avenues. I shut down a lot of my circle. Mm-hmm. Period. Whether it was close friends, whether it wasn't so close friends, whether it was business that might happen, might not happen, I just shut it all down. Shut it all down for almost 11 months, 12 months. Mm-hmm. But through that, I understood, like, dang, I can hear now. Mm-hmm. You got all that noise and all those. I can, I can finally hear. I can see. Hmm. What am I going to do now? Yeah, yeah. Because it's open, so it's like, and like I said, I, I kind of lost my thought there, but and that's all good. It, it's, it's one of the things where people just need to understand that. Open your damn eyes. It's a lot of people out here getting money, mm-hmm. and they ain't doing it illegally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there for everybody. You know, I, I, it's kind of like, I'll go back to, I used to have Lil Mo, mm-hmm. um, Maya. Those are really like my two, like, her, Maya's dad's like, homie too so um i used to have Lil Mo and maya do these symposiums up at howard university um and shout out to dr miles dr uh keith miles used to bring up bring us up for that but they were it's something i feel like we need to go back to so like revolt how revolt is doing this yeah informational Mm -hmm. stuff like i was doing that with my firstborn son like not my firstborn but my secondborn son um that passed away tyler I was doing that, holding him in, like, he was, like, months old. Mm. But they would bring me out because it would, it would be so informative. People like myself got so much to give mm-hmm. the ones who was trying to come back or come through the ranks, I should mm-hmm. say, not even come back. So we used to do these symposiums, and basically the audience could just ask you whatever you wanted. And I love doing that stuff, bro, because... You'd be surprised on how many people be like, yo, I need it. Like, I got a cousin who spent like 40 racks for one record. Like, what were you doing? Yeah. But he just didn't know. What he was doing was everybody doing. He was just run. All right, we got to go get it mixed. We got to go get it mastered. We got to go do this. But I'm like, so when you look back at it, what did you do? He's like, a lot of it was studio. So I'm like, but if you knew, if somebody told you, like, you know, the most expensive part of any music production situation, to get to the music, you got to be in the studio to come up with it. Mm-hmm. The most time-consuming part. Most people going in and spend 50 to 60 70 $80 an hour. 
why not just go buy your own why stuff? Just go, yeah, I'm like, why don't you go buy stuff? With the way... With the way music is today and the inexpensiveness of all of the equipment... You why can, not just go? You can buy a mic and a, a, a computer... A, it's your laptop, get your mic, get your interface. Bro, why not? <laughs> but if you if you're paying attention, if you're truly paying attention, like mm-hmm. me, I learned I taught myself how to play bass off of watching old gospel VHS mm-hmm. tapes. Like my dad was this quartet, huge quartet head. So like by the time I was probably about eleven, I had really like know all the quartets groups out there, mm-hmm. just met them all in person. Um, which I had to get to that later, bro. I was the youngest bass player for this group called the Harmonizer Four. Mm. They did something for the Queen of England, eh, bro. If you Google them in the fifties, sixties, they were like the biggest quartet group ever. Wow. I was like sixteen playing bass for them. Like so, like I said, I'll get to that. But <laughs> <laughs> but I learned so so through them symposiums. Like if you, but like I was saying, if they paid attention, so. If you're watching TV, that's how I learned. Okay, every program I started watching, Yo! TV mm-hmm. Raps, whatever it was, I always seen people in the booth. In the booth. Tigger was in the booth. Mm-hmm. Every record ended up in a booth. Hmm. How much is that Pro Tools set up? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to spend... Okay, can I finance that? Yeah. But I knew yeah. I had that. Period. I got to have that because mm-hmm. that's what everybody got. Okay, you start seeing the keyboards. All right, how much is that? You can't learn. I hate. I, I'm trying to stop cursing. You can't learn nothing if you don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. How do you learn editing stuff where if you don't have the software in front of you to play with it every day? Right. But that's why we gotta get back to the informative. The youngsters, the microwave pop, pop, the popcorn microwave phase is dope. But what's next? Mm-hmm. What what we gonna do next? Y'all need to start educating yourself and looking at the people who really did that mm-hmm. or who's been successful at doing that. Don't close a blind eye. That nigga did it, mm-hmm. but you can learn so much from them. That's right. Why not? We so scared to learn something that we rather just not know. I, I, mm-hmm. I might not even like you, but I'm the dude that's smart enough to be like, I hate him. But he's, but, but he's a genius. <laughs> he's a genius at it. I don't have to love you. Mm-hmm. I have to understand that, yo, I respect the fact that, yo, you, you good at what you do. And if I'm going to be a smart, young black man, I need to humble myself. Mm. Like, it's like when I train horses, like, I got, you see, I be rocking with the yeah. horses. So I got a young horse right now. Bro, and if we look at, compare ourselves to, like, some of these animals, horse, dog, I don't care what it is. At the end of the day, when you train your dog to sit, yeah. ain't no option. It's sit. You're going to sit eventually. Mm-hmm. So with the horse, is like, we just put pressure on them. We just mm-hmm. keep putting pressure. And when I say I cleaned out that, that, that mm-hmm. air around me, now I can see the slightest little thing for my life and other things. So I was I was lunging. We call it lunging. I was lunging my horse um, yesterday. And when I was lunging, I was like, yo, the horse learns from pressure. Mm-hmm. And when you want the horse to understand, when he does what you want him to do, you release the pressure. So that he knows. That's the yeah. Okay. So I did that. So mm-hmm. so, for instance, if, if if your horse is a kicker, like, and you just keep putting this pressure every time you kick, just put pressure on him. 
putting pressure, man, you ain't got to beat them. Mm-hmm. It's actually, you can take a bag, a plastic bag, and scare them. But it's almost, I, I see it the same way it is in life for us. Like sometimes with pressure, we break. But sometimes that pressure actually builds you mm-hmm. to be great. So you learn through pressure, the same way with the horse. Mm-hmm. The horse is learning through the pressure. Diamonds are made through what? Through pressure. Through pressure. Mm-hmm. Some of the greatest things come out of pressure. When you microwave something, it's a pressure of radiation or something. But don't nobody want to go through that pressure. They want to go through it. They don't want to go through it. They see the glitz and the glam. They see where people are. People are and they don't understand the journey that they went through to, yeah. to get there. They, but they don't want the journey. Don't they just want, want the end result. They just want the end result. That's right. Bruh, everything I'm doing right now, I didn't ask for it. Mm. I asked for the knowledge. The knowledge is a result. Everything that's coming now is a result. I didn't got so good at what I'm doing, what I've done, bro. You can take me on the road right now with any artist. I'm 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 a successful road manager. I'm a successful music director. I can run your security team. I had X by myself, moving mm-hmm. from state to state at 19 years old. Wow. By myself. Shout out to Joaquin Dean. He trusted me. D Darren Dean. They trusted me. Yo, I need X here this day. Don't stop. Don't do nothing. This is, mm-hmm. you know, actually, he get lost on you. Quick. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to shake me. I'm trying not to get shook. At 19, no. Mm-hmm. No security, no nothing. Wow. So, at the end of the day, it's like, man, I ain't asked for this. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was smart enough to just still like that to this day. Man, wonder why I don't call him to shoot my horses no more. Because I paid you for two years for your education. Right. I paid you and I stood over your shoulder. Every, like this. I was there looking. And look, this is this how I got him. <laughs> this is how I got him. And if Steve ever see this, bro, like, I ain't get you, Steve. But <laughs> Steve, he, he didn't get you. But what I really did was, it was $75 per horse. I had two of them. Every six weeks. But every six weeks, I look in that bag. Hmm. And I take note. And I go buy every piece. Hmm. I pay attention some more and I go buy another piece. When I got my full set, I had to understand I still had to humble myself because even though I had my equipment, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. So I had to go a whole another 12 months just to understand because he mm-hmm. ain't telling me nothing. Everything I asked, he probably knowing that's why mm-hmm. I'm asking, so he ain't telling me everything. Mm-hmm. But point was, Everybody wanted now. I wanted it then too. I could have saved myself one hundred fifty dollars every six weeks, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I still had to pay that man until I was ready. And once I was ready, I was like, "Cool, I got it. Appreciate you. Oh, uh, uh, your horse ready to be shooed now? Oh no, 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 no worries. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm running barefoot for a while. <laughs> I wasn't barefoot none. Nope. I had got what I needed. Mm-hmm. And 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 no disrespect, like I I could call him for anything right now. I got what I needed and still kept it professional. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like, hence we go back to everybody wants something now and they not looking mm-hmm. at, yo, they want to run up. I got this dope record. But you, did you even ask that man how he doing today? Uh, it's because they don't really- <laughs> Did you did, did you just ask him, yo, to play this record for me? Because they figured that's the best way for me to just get on, for me to just run up on you, boom. You know, check out my CD, my mixtape, whatever it may be. Versus, and it goes back to even what you said in the very beginning about relationships, to say, hey man, what's good? How you doing today? 
hey, you know, I kind of followed you. I've seen the things that you're doing on social media. Congratulations on, you know, your ventures that you're doing. If you wouldn't mind, would you mind taking a, a listen to some of my work and just give me your feedback? It's as simple really as that. Right? Yeah, not, okay, so that was just like how you actually do do that part right there, right? Instead of just running up, boom, hey, I got my CDO, check it out. Or just, it. or just sending, you know, check out my album in, in my DM or on my comment on a page that's on it. my Instagram. I hate seeing that. Bro. And I know that's not even what we're talking about, but I hate seeing that. Like, you post up something, it could be a picture of you eating food at a restaurant with your wife. And all of a sudden, it's, yo, check out my latest CD. And it's like, yo, that, your comment ain't even got to do with the post. It has nothing to do with it. Like, like why? But check, but check this out. And that's why, you know, I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but back to the symposiums that I used to do, it was so informational because I'm one of them people, I ain't going to send you up no damn one-way street. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. One, the per, one of the people who schooled me, Court, uh, Courtney Bad Seals, I'll never forget, Big Bad told me, he was like, you really want to learn, don't you? I was like, hell yeah. He was like, well, one thing you got to pr- promise me before I tell you anything. It's like, yeah, whatever, man. He was like, each one, teach one. Mm-hmm. And to this day, that thing, when I say it, it still resonates with me because he wasn't worried about giving me no information I would run off with. He was worried about the information he gave me that I literally would give it to somebody. Each one, teach one. You have to. Mm. So what's wrong with, 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 with these youngsters now? To me, I think what's wrong with them is they don't have no real direction. And then mm-hmm. the ones who can get direction, they want to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You can't disrespect the OGs. At the end of the day, they got something for you. They got something for you. They got the knowledge that you need in order for you to get to where you want to And it be get. the simple things. Like, I, so I told my cousin, like, I was like, yo, bro, like, you know, I got you. Like, the one I said that spent that money on the record, I'm like, got you. But I'm just like, at the end of the day, if you'd have just known. Mm-hmm. All it was for you is just not knowing. You know how many people run to Atlanta? And literally go broke, lose a wife, lose they lose a whole family. Cause they like, yo, I'ma make it. But then you ain't got enough sense to go to the club. Look, something simple as this. Go to the club for 30 days straight, don't ask nobody for nothing. Buy that man a drink that's up there sweating DJing. That's the man you want to play your record, ain't yeah. it? What's the easiest way to get a record even heard? For that man respect you as a man first. So, yo, nah, yo, play my record. Nah. Hey, my brother, mm-hmm. what you drinking? Ah, uh, Henny and Cramp. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Hey, send him another one. I'm out. Good scene. Yeah. And people remember that. Hey, yo, you that dude that got me that drink the other day, weren't you? Bro. Like, yeah, that was me. Like, what's good? You, bro. What you need? So simple, bro. Like, that's the simplest the thing. Simplest, the simplest thing. I never forget, like, Puff had flipped on me. Like, like, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to to name drop. I'm just saying realistically the places I've been. No, this is your this is your your I'm journey, your experience. With with Duran and Puff is like talking to Duran in his ear, and we in the club, you know, and, mm-hmm. and 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 I call him Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul was the security at the time with him, and <laughs> Puff flipped on me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Playboy, what the fuck you doing in my mouth? Mm-hmm. I froze. Like, you don't want to piss Puff off. Like, that's the easiest way to never be around again. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about in life. I'm just talking about, nah, you 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 can't get in this party no more. So it was his birthday, bro. And then he started laughing. 
<laughs> Playboy, you point is he knew my face. Mm-hmm. He might not know my name. He knew my face. So, and I, I can't even remember why I got to that the time to, t- to tell that story, but I think the point of that was like, my face was good. Mm-hmm. I always stayed around. Because mm-hmm. I was an asset, not a liability. Sure. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it just, and I'm all over the place right now, but it, it's like these cats, yo, just respect the game. Like, I was around. Like, to this day, mm-hmm. people I, people know my face, don't even know my name. Mm-hmm. But I ain't, I ain't around for nothing. I'm mm-hmm. around because I was smart enough. I don't cost nobody nothing when I go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't cost you no flight. I don't cost you no meal. I don't cost you no hotel room. That's right. Only thing I cost you is to say, yo, let him pass that guard. I might not have a backstage pass, but somebody can be like, mm-hmm. yo, let him in. That's the only thing I cost you. Mm-hmm. Hell, if that's all y'all would cost people, <laughs> you know what I mean? People would be in. That's right. Literally, bro, but. Because that's that's the mentality that I go off of. I try to be of value to to people. All the people that I've met uh, throughout this throughout this journey, I've never asked them for a single thing. But guess what? Never ask, and it's I won't come, ask them for. It's I'm come never, back to you in a positive way, though. I won't ask for, and I know people that, man. It's gonna come back in a positive way, though. Yeah. Because when you do, or if you ever need it, it's gonna be like, yo, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't even gotta ask. It's gonna be one of those situations where it's just, you just gonna be, oh, uh, so you got a, I, I seen you got this record you working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I want to help you with that. All because you never asked for nothing. You've always been a good, positive brother in their eyes. But, like, we got to get back to that. Mm -hmm. We got to get back to that, to our word. Like, I don't know. I try not to even build relationships and not even know, okay, are you married? You got kids? Like, I need to know that. So next time I see you, I'm not going to ask you about work. I'm going to ask you about how's the family doing. Bingo. That's right. Bingo. To this day, like, like, like Zoe, for instance. Gorilla Zoe is one of the mm-hmm. homies. Like, to this day, if I ever seen him, one of the first things I probably ask him is, how's the kids? Because I know you good. I see you. Yeah. I get to see you on mm-hmm. Instagram. But behind all that, how, how how's the family? How are you? Mm-hmm. And see, that's like, what fuck people... Fuck Zoe. I, fuck Gorilla. Right. How is Zoe? How are you behind what you are showcasing on social media how are you, how are you? like I, I, oh, i'm trying to think who posted it somebody posted up a thing that says something about go check on your your brothers today right and then i was like okay cool i started reaching out hey man how are you doing not yeah. how the music doing not how the office that you work at yeah. and the label that you run how are you doing personally the person because we don't really realize that a lot of people are struggling with things they they may have some mental health issues going on, mm-hmm. right? They, I mean, we don't, mm-hmm. we never know what they're going through. All we see mm-hmm. is social media mm-hmm. and we see the persona what? that's, that's put out there, but we never know what's really going on behind the what's scenes. What's the number one thing we see on social media now? Smoking, popping Molly, mm-hmm. talk, this is what we're talking about. We're seeing smoking. Mm-hmm. We ain't necessarily seeing popping, but we're hearing it all. Meaning that every one of us is going through something. Going through something. Because if you wasn't, you wouldn't be self-medicating, right? But we don't even have enough sense to ask a person, like, how you doing? Like, there's some people that committed suicide, like, mm. that might have just needed to be asked, 
how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you might have realized that, damn, that big car and that big house, ain't they ain't doing good. We look at everything on sure. the outside. But at the end of the day, everybody's still somebody's son mm-hmm. or daughter. They're still human. And they're still subjectable to what's going on in their life. Sure. So uh, that's why I love to see, like, a little baby right now. I, I, I follow him a lot. And I love to hear... It's a cat that's well. See, this is I'll be so disconnected at times. I think his name Young Stunner Vegas or something like that. Mm. And they be like, "Yo, you've been knowing Stunner for a long time." He be telling his interviews, "We're like, nah, I just met him." But here's how. Check out how he met Stunner. He met Stunner. Stunner paid him to do a verse for his record. So not that he asked Baby come do a feature for me. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, I'll pay you. What's your fee?" He paid the man. The man went to the studio. Because the baby was in the studio and seen the man's work ethic firsthand, he signed him. Mm. When his deal came through or whatever his situation was, he took Stunner with him. And he tells people like, yeah, you know, nah. I just seen, and he said all the time, I just seen some raw talent. He ain't had no jury on, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But when he came in the room, he lit up the room. How many people you know do that? Mm, not too many. I know some. Some. Like, Zoe was one of the people. But voices of Zoe was gorilla Zoe. Zoe, we knew he'd be out here. Because mm-hmm. wherever he go, he don't know no strangers. He going to walk up. Hey, bro, how you doing? Yeah. Yep. White, black, Puerto Rican, Haitian, he going to speak. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so at the end of the day, I, I like to, to refer to that. Because at the end of the day, that man got a good situation for what? Being who he was. Being who he was. He wasn't trying to be the baby. He wasn't trying to be Jay-Z. He was just a young cat that was like, yo, I got enough for a feature from you. Can you come do it? Mm-hmm. And that man seen something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just be yourself. Like, Yeah, I think that's super important. Be yourself. You know, anybody who's watching, I think that's the biggest thing. Is just be just Be yourself. You. Like, Prince was Prince. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, I'm, I'm me. Mm-hmm. But I, I was trying to be other people, too. Mm-hmm. The last five years, I just started realizing who I am. Mm. But watch me in the next five. Can't wait. Because I'm tuned in now. Like, I always say this thing, stay tuned, because of my last name. But stay tuned, because now I understand that all of my channels are lining up. Mm -hmm. And as long as I stay within this, these walls right here, I'm going to be good. Mm. But (laughs) you got it. You gotta check y'all got a channel within who you are. If you if you rap and you know that you you keep hearing that yo it ain't that up to par, you gotta be real you gotta be real yeah. to be like, yo, I ain't rapping just ain't if somebody told me my production was whack, I'd have to be like, yo. But for a long time I was scared to let people hear my production. Mm-hmm. Now everybody who hear it, be like, yo, that's fine. Keep hearing the same thing. See, if I was hearing the other thing, I'd be backing up. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. a bass player. I ain't no producer. So it's just like step mm-hmm. in what you know. And if you know it, step in it. If you do, if you good at it and you willing to and to put the time in, keep at it. But if you think you're gonna go on there and make a hit record in three minutes or I don't write no rap, then you better mm-hmm. start rapping. <laughs> start writing. Because that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Nobody's actually taking their craft. I use that for instance. It's a pretty picture, mm-hmm. but it was a process to get to. Oh, yeah. It just didn't come out like that. I'm sure. I'm sure it was some editing that had mm-hmm. to go on. The same thing in life. We got to edit ourselves, bro. Like, That's right. 
Man, yo, look, that was woo, knowledge. And, and that's kind of the purpose of, of what we do at We Create Music is to just educate music entrepreneurs and creatives on just things that they can do to help them get to that to that next I, level. I wish, I wish a lot more people would really, like, I think it's fun. Like, I really want to tour the country just educating people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need no fame. I just need to educate because at the end of the day, like, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of good kids, a lot of good youth out there, a lot of good talent. But they're not educated. They just don't know. Mm-hmm. All they do know is to go, all right, we're going to go in the corner and smoke. smoke. And we're going to, like, I ain't got no problem with smoking. But guess what? The law ain't got no problem with it neither if you stay your ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> Why we got to do everything in you? Why we got to glorify everything, like, they just we just need to we just need to steer to steer them in the right way. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And they right. and they good, but that's right. So where can people find you? Ah uh, man, you can find me on Instagram. At, uh, my Instagram is Mr. West Tune. M-R-W-E-S-T-O-O-N-E. And then my Facebook is West Tune. W-E-S. A lot of people like to put a T on it. I'm not Kanye West. I'm West, W-E-S, and then T-O-O-N-E. That's that's all I do right now. Yeah, that's what's up, brother. So I appreciate it. That's what's up. So what's next? Oh, man, you know what? I'm going to go home and pray about that one. Because, bro, like, who knows? Like, I'm I'm talking to my brothers in New York, and I don't know, Rough Riders was home for me for a long time. Mm So I'm curious to see what's next, bro. There's so many things opening up that. We just gonna pray about it and just see, like, but best believe what's next, the world will know. Like, it's, it's that big. That's why I'm just like, yeah. sit in my own little cocoon and just like, mm-mm. somebody asked me to do something the other day, I was like, nah, mm-hmm. because I'm scared. Like, I don't want to block no mm-hmm. blessings right now. So I was just like, nah, I can't even get along with that. The record was just so raunchy. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-uh. I'm, 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 I'm in this lane and I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it is going to bring me some money. Let me sit in my little boat. I'll row from right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll row in my own little boat. I'm good. That's right. That's right. Well, brother, man, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it. No doubt. Any way I can help y'all again, I appreciate man. it. No doubt, know. man. All right? It's good. For sure. All right, everybody. We're out. Stay tuned for the next episode.